You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the Garden Report in the actual TD Garden. This is the first video we've shot in the garden for an official Garden Report postgame show. This season, I am Jared Weiss. I'm joined by Josue Pavone. Let's talk about first the race for the bottom. That is RJ Hunter v. James Young, and actually potentially maybe some other guys could be involved there. But that's been the focal point that the media, or us, have decided is the finishing fight and still inconclusive. There is still yep. no clear winner in that fight. You know, RJ Hunter last game with that massive offensive explosion right. kind of looked like he might have taken the lead there, but Young has continued to be, in general, a more consistent player while Hunter will pull up from 30 feet and nail it, has this, those flashes of brilliance. I mean, who is your guy at this point with one game left in the preseason? At this point, it's still RJ Hunter. I know he didn't have the best game tonight, because I think tonight in terms of that battle, I think it was uh, James Young who won it, but for tonight, let's just say R.J. Hunter may still have the lead, but not for long. There's still one more game between these two to battle out for that last spot. And I think what separated uh, what separated James Young from R.J. Hunter today was the fact that he was able to rebound a bit. He had a steal. He had a few assists as well. He seems to be more the uh, more the dynamic player, whereas R.J. Hunter could turn out to be the better shooter. So I think that's going to ultimately decide who gets the last spot. We'll see what happens in the last game of the preseason. And it really comes down to a theoretical issue or argument is that would you rather have a guy that you think has a good chance of being a useful 3 and D player like James Young? Good chance is probably strong. There's yeah. some chance. Well, with RJ, I think the likelihood that he could at least be a kind of like a sniper shooter off the bench is pretty much there. And then there's more potential that he could be a significant shooter and a really key rotation player for this team. So I agree with you. You kind of have to go for Hunter there. But what is something that Young could do in the final game that could put him over the top? I think if he just keeps doing what he did tonight, he keeps showing that he's a more of a dynamic scorer than Hunter. He can get to the rim better than Hunter can. I know R.J. Hunter did show that uh, on Saturday night. But I think James Young just feels more comfortable with the ball. He's a better dribbler. He's a bit of a, bit of a better right. distributor. I guess out of the two, neither one of them is really a true distributor or a true passer. But if you had to pick one out of the two, I'd, I'd go with James Young. The funny thing is Hunter actually has the experience as a point forward. But Young yeah. has been in the league for three years now, and we are seeing signs of maturity. And it really is taking as long as we expected it. It's just that he was so raw, and their patience isn't really there now because they have so much competition on the roster. So that is going to be very interesting to see. So we will find out after Wednesday tonight's game, but you'll be right here to find out who really won that fight at the end. Josue, Jared will be back for part two in a minute.
All right, part two here of the Garner Report. By the way, you can find me on Twitter at Jared Weiss NBA. And where can we find you, Joe? Scott? You can find me at Joe underscore S W A Y ten. Jared, I think I'm, I need to work on that, man. I don't know. You think I need to change my Twitter handle? No, nah, no. Nah, puns are always fun. Puns are always. I mean, fun. it's just it's like saying my name phonetically, you know. So I guess I try to make it easier for everyone out there. All right, so let's make it easy right now. We're breaking down Jalen Brown's performance so far, especially tonight. What I liked and what I asked him and Brad Stevens about after the game was that they were putting him on the block in the fourth quarter. They put him on the block and they kept getting defensive three-second calls because the defender on the weak side was freaked out by the idea of Jalen Brown on the block. He is so unbelievably smooth and athletic when he's going to the rim, regardless of where he starts from. Now, Stevens and Jalen both said that he needs to learn timing and positioning and figuring out his spots on the block, but he says that's his bread and butter. I think it's his quick first step, Jared. I think that's what gets him to the rim. I think that's why he's so effective. Uh, When he's on the baseline, I feel like he's just comfortable there. And he's able to get to the rim, and whether he converts or not, he's going to get a trip to the free throw line. That's something we saw from Jalen throughout the summer league, and now we're starting to see it again in the preseason. You know, every time he gets on the baseline, he usually goes up for a dunk, and he finishes a lot of the time. It's been pretty impressive. And it's with no hesitation. Like, that's what I love about him. I think his, his confidence is just so vivid throughout these preseason games that Brad Stevens is going to try to get the best out of him, and I think that's a great idea in terms of you know, making him the best scorer he can be in his rookie season. Well, there was a great play in the fourth quarter where he was running the break and Demetrius Jackson had the ball, and there were two Brooklyn defenders between those two guys that were smothering Jalen. Jalen's curling from the wing down baseline. Jackson wanted to throw in the bass back when he was kind of towards the corner, but he read that Jalen was going for the rim, and he tossed a perfect alley-oop from three-point land, and Jalen threw it down. And Jalen's just constant rim runs are opening up so many opportunities. They really do have the alley-oop game right now with Jalen involved. Now, when they're going up against, say, Rudy Gobert, guys like that, probably not going to be available as much. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be as easy, but we know he can score in transition, and that's a guy that, like you said, you see him open, you can throw it to him, and he'll finish it. He'll finish strong. So that's always one of the best assets that he has, along with someone like Gerald Green. He sort of, you know, passes dunking days, but I think Jalen Brown is someone that's going to keep doing that and keep jumping that fast break for the Celtics throughout the uh, throughout the season when he gets his chances. I think Gerald can still throw it down, and that kind of goes back to our question from part one. Gerald Green isn't a lock for this roster. It's expected he's going to be on the roster, and the way that Brad Stevens talked to me pregame, it sounds like he's expecting more opportunity to see Gerald Green considering there's only one game left. I assume that means he's probably safe for the roster, but Green, Mickey, technically Jackson, though it's extremely unlikely after the contract they gave him. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys that could be surprising cuts here if you and Hunter really do something to show that they're worth keeping around. That remains to be seen. So come back to us after the Knicks game on Wednesday. We'll be right here in this exact same spot on the parquet floor. Joe Sway, Jared Weiss will be here to break it down for you on the Garden Report. Uh, Brad, obviously some guys are fighting for roster spots. What did you think of the young guys, the way they played tonight? Um... I thought they all really had good moments. I mean, I thought that they, you know, as I said before the game, those are hard decisions because everybody's improved. Um, and I thought they all played well at times, and certainly we gave up some baskets, you know, in transition, and we did some things that we'd like to do better throughout the course of the night, not throwing the ball to the other team as a team. But, um, you know, that's across the board. That's just not young. That's young and old. and. I'm kind of looking at it more collectively right now, and then when I go to the film, I'll look at it more from the individual standpoint. But everybody showed, as they have the whole time, that they continue to improve, which is a good thing. 
follow up on it. I know you've talked about this before, but you take into consideration the additional pressure on the kids? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, we really take that into consideration. I mean, and that's one of the reasons why you don't jump to conclusions after one game or one practice or one performance because that's a lot of weight on people's shoulders. And, um, you know, I have a great deal of respect for everybody in that locker room, as, you know, as I've said many times before, just to be able to put that jersey on, whether you're on the final roster or not, you know, you're a pretty special basketball player. Brad, you had a lot of, you know, going went small a lot in the first half tonight. Can you just talk about just the kind of athleticism you're seeing out there with guys like, you know, Terry, Jalen, you know, the just up and down the roster, how much you guys have in that area this year? Yeah, I mean, we went real small a couple times. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the one thing that you can't forfeit if you're small is speed, and we've got a lot of speed with those guys. So uh, it's something that, you know, is important. You know, obviously the – the more length you have plus speed on the floor, the better. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of speed. And so I think that, you know, being able to put those guys and spread people out and drive the ball, and then if you can just survive on the other end, um, it can be a good thing. I mean, I've got a pretty good feel for where we are, and as we head into, you know, the start of next week, um, you know, as, as I've said many times, our our goal is to be ready um, next Wednesday to play well for Game One and for the, you know, the eighty-one after, you know, from a conditioning standpoint, from a preparation standpoint, from an improvement standpoint, and we've made strides, but we still have a long way to go, and so, um, you know, we're gonna go back and look at what we need to improve on and improve on it. But I, but I think you have a pretty good idea from the standpoint of, you know, you know who's been able to do what consistently now that we're 20 days in or whatever. Brad, you used Jalen in the post a lot in the fourth quarter, and it drew a couple defensive three-second calls. Do you think that's something that he'll be able to use when he's going up against second and first units? Yeah, he's got to figure out, and we need to do a good job of helping him kind of figure out his spots to do that. You know, sometimes you can do it out of the flow of the game. Sometimes we'll do it out of calls. Um, you know, we, we, we've had to uh, – we have to be able to read when he's got a post advantage because he's pretty good down there with his footwork, and he's – very very physical so um you know we like to post our guards we've done that in the past and if we can post him that'd be a good thing
zero to sixty in a heartbeat. And, um, you know, he's making shots. And he's doing a pretty good job of running that group when he comes in. Um, so I've been impressed with him thus far. Yeah, he's improved quite a bit as a point guard. Um, he was always a, a really good athlete that could score the ball, um, but he's really improved as a point guard in his time, um, you know, through the later stages of high school and in the Notre Dame. I was going to ask you in terms of Demetrius, is his roster pretty secure or is he... We haven't talked about any of that stuff. So I don't, I mean, I'm sure I'll sit down with Danny at some point. But, um, you know, obviously we have 16 spots and um, you can only carry 15, 16 that are guaranteed right now. You can only guarantee 15. So we'll, uh, that's the unfortunate part of the business. But we haven't talked in great depth about that even today. Well, I'm sure we'll hit that in the next couple of days. Yeah, I think in the next couple of days we'll have to do that. You know, obviously we have conversations all the time, but it's not, you know, we have not gotten to the point where we're talking about finality on anybody, um, in large part because everybody has played very well um, or shown great strides. I think you weigh everything that you have information-wise um, and you go from there. But I mean, obviously that's different for everybody because they've all been here or you know, some of the guys that are younger have been here at different time periods. So um, taking every piece of information you have, um, you know, and, and again, ultimately, you know, we'll sit down and, uh, you know, figure out the next steps. Coach Human, that you're seeing these guys in nine days for opening night to keep some stuff in your pocket on this one, or is it maybe a chance to evaluate some of those guys who are fighting for that last spot versus running your regular stuff? Um, we'll play we'll play some of our guys. I mean, we're going to run our stuff regardless of who's in the game. So, um, and they will too. I mean, I think the most important thing is, is to get better yourself. Um, I was really impressed with Brooklyn when we played them on Thursday. Um, you know, I'm really impressed with what they're doing. Um, we've got to get better at what we do. How have you found the team has done something? We've been okay. Yeah, I think we need to improve in a lot of different ways. Um, yeah, I think the details of the game, we've got we've still got a long way to go to do everything the right way all the time. Um, you know, sometimes I guess that's you know, you're always looking for the perfect game and never get there. But, um, you know, we have to improve, that's for sure. Look, Gerald really thrived in Phoenix's high pace system a few years ago, and last year with Miami, he's one of the slowest teams in the league. Do you feel like he's looked a lot more like himself playing in a higher tempo system than you? Well, yeah, I think he's only played maybe 20 minutes or so in the preseason, so I think that's too small of a sample to really tell. And he hasn't hardly practiced at all, um, at least the first two weeks when we were really going hard. So um, I'm looking forward to you know whatever time he gets in the next two games, but then more importantly, practices over the next week. Um, to see, you know, uh, how quickly he picks up everything and everything else because he really hasn't had a chance to have consecutive days of practice at a great pace yet. Um, so it's put him behind a little bit. I think he's out there doing a good job. Um, but he certainly, you know, isn't comfortable yet doing what we're trying to do. I think I know the answer. What are you looking to get out of it? 
go. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I just told you. All of them. All of them. We're not good enough. We're, we're not good enough. Yet. And, you know, I guess nobody is at this time of year, right? But we've got we to improve defensively and everything that we're trying to do, starting with getting back and playing the stance and playing the right way during the possession. We've got to be better and more efficient offensively. We made some shots the other night, and, and, and then we stagnated. Um, because uh, you know, sometimes shots can mask other things. So um, we need to make sure that we're getting better as possible. Yeah, we talked about it at halftime, but a much better start. Yeah. That's, what we, that's the kind of points of focus is going into the game. We felt like we came out flat in New York, and those guys came out with a lot of energy. So we just want to pick up the game here. How far has that starting group come from the first game? A long way. We know how to. We're going to get fed out of the way. We where our shots are going to come. Um, we're starting to get best, too. We're better at transition defense and little things here and there, but that's coming together. Thank you. <laughs> How far has that first group come from the preseason game one? Um, I mean, we've, we've been playing a lot better. Things are slowing down for us. Uh, trying to still be a little more selfish, I guess, with... Um, shooting the first shot is a really good shot. Um, we still tend to pass up um, some pretty good shots to try to get better ones, and that that kind of messes us up a little bit. For the but for the most part, we're we're getting there. Um, we're ready for the the regular season to start, so things can count. But we're still working. Isaiah, you were nearly perfect across the board tonight. What was working for you so well? Uh, the lane was just open, I guess. Um, Teammates put me in position. Uh, I just wanted to try to be a little more aggressive for myself. Um, I haven't been that way this this preseason yet. So, but teammates got me the balls in the right spots, and I just did what I do, I guess. What do you take away from these type of games against a team that you're going to see when the games do count next week? You got to take a lot away from it. I mean, you just got to be ready, knowing that they're they're going to run some of the same type of stuff, and we we just got to do do a lot better on our execution and our end. But for the most part, we know when, when next Wednesday comes, we gotta, it really counts. So they're gonna bring everything that they got and we gotta do the same. You got a few guys on this roster who are battling for you know one of those last roster spots. You've been in that situation yeah. before. As a player going through that, what's the key to not allowing that whole situation to take away from what you can do as a player? Do what got you here. Um, don't overthink it. I think that's what will, will mess things up for you. I mean, as an individual, but I think if you do what you do and do what's gotten you this far, you'll, you'll be all right. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a thin line. So I like it. Like you said, I've been in that position, so I always go out with what I know, I, what I know how to do. And that's, that's by being very aggressive for myself and making plays for others. And they got to do the same thing. The battle between RJ and James Young is, is heated. What are you seeing? It's not my decision. Them, them boys is playing well. They're making it tough on Danny Ainge and, and the organization for whatever they choose to do. But they're, they're playing at a high level, and they need to, to keep it that way, not just in the games, but in practice. It, it needs to be a little personal. They should. Well, it, I, it would be personal for me. But you talk to the kids at all in terms of 
counsel or things and just kind of better weather? No, not really. I mean, it, it, for them, it's probably a little bit of pressure, but you just gotta you gotta take it personal. Like I said, not just in the games, but in practice. Like, I've been in that situation where I made sure I was that first guy in the gym and the last guy to leave. Like literally, that goes a long way. So um, they just got to be ready, and, and when their name is called, take advantage of it. When you came out of college, did you ever think you wouldn't be in the NBA? You wouldn't make it? No, when I came out of high school, if, if the rule was still there, I would have tried to go out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's how confident I am. <laughs> The coach says, he told us a few weeks ago when he talked about it tonight, five, after six games, he has a pretty good idea what he has. As a basket head, what do you think we have here? I'm sure you've analyzed the team already. We have a pretty good team. We have a team that you can make some noise, some legitimate noise, and if we, if we put it together and play the right way, we can, we can make a lot happen this season. Uh, we don't ever want to put a ceiling on it, but... We have a really good team, I know that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Real quick, it's the second time you guys scored about 120 points back-to-back games. How deep is this bench? Are you really impressed with how uh, how this bench has responded and how uh, how do you expect that to, to pan out throughout the regular season? I mean, we're definitely not going to score 120 like that, but um, guys are ready to step up. Guys are in position to step up and fill in roles that were left from last season. and. I think guys worked very hard to try to try to get them in the rotation. So it's all about stepping up when your name's called and, and taking advantage of your opportunity. I think you guys more athletic than last Maybe a little. Gerald Green, yeah. <laughs> Jalen Brown. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. He's he, he, very athletic. So, yeah, we got two guys that we didn't have last year to, to play above the rim. Uh, take care, Thanks, Isaiah. James, what are you able to take? Uh, I'm just open shots. I think the looks. Uh, the shots are just falling. Uh, I'm coaching good plays. I'm just how different is this week? Uh, way more confident in my game. Uh, a lot of people backing me up to just go and get aggressive. Uh, so that's what I'm really uh, not thinking about much. What do you feel like you've shown? Um, just try to do a little of everything. Uh, score, rebound, pass. Uh, not do too much at the same time. Um, just like skin off as another coach got drawn up for me. Um, just do it and just have a team. Battling for that final, like, final roster spot, is that pressure for me? Not really. I don't want to think about it. I'm just out there playing my game. Uh, we got a lot of good players on the team, so I'm not worried about nothing. Uh, just going out there and play, and I'm not even thinking about it. When you put together stretches like you did in the third quarter, how much does that help with your confidence moving forward? Uh, just to finish up the game strong. Um, uh, like Coach said, just go out there and just play my game. Not to do much. I told him thank you, game. And uh, that's just good on me. Um, that's what I want to do. It's pretty simple. Defensively, do you feel like, how does it feel for you out there? Uh, there's been some time for uh, missing the uh, stuff I should know. Uh, they have been doing a little bit better than last year. Uh, got more physical on the ball, looking at the screens. Uh, yeah, more physical. I got to be a little bit more physical, I should say. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I'm not thinking about it much, uh, but if it comes out, it comes out. And, uh, like I said, I'm not even thinking about it.
It felt good to be out there in front of the fans for like one of the first official times. So it was a good feeling. It was exciting. Um, so can't wait to get out. We got a lot of things to accomplish tonight. Uh, got to get better every day. When the season starts, we just got to come out locked in and be focused and execute. How much would you say that the bench We've improved in spots, but at the same time, we're playing against the other bench. So we got to come in and be ready to, to when the starters come out, to come out and be ready to, to carry, carry the weight. So uh, just come out and be focused and be locked in. Uh, but I think we've been playing really well. And I think we have enough love that we can get to it. Absolutely. I try to get better every time I step on the floor. So we swept four or five games, preseason games in. I think we got one left. So my, my goals for this game is to get better that game and I'll just be as prepared as possible. Uh, just get better every day. Is there anything about the feeling of the game that's different? Or, or basketball is basketball. How much have you worked on your post-up game? I know every time you posted up in the fourth quarter, you drew a defensive three seconds. Mm -hmm. Just, um, I work on it a lot. I think that's where my bread and butter is. I feel really comfortable in the post. Just, you got to work on timing and space and stuff like that, and, and just keep getting better at it. But uh, yeah, I got a few uh, post-up calls, and uh, we're able to get something out of it.